0: All right, so what are we talking about today?
1: Uh well, I mean, I believe today is a continuation off of yesterday. It is. If I remembered.
0: If you correctly. didn't see yesterday, we we're talking about four ways to get the word to work for you. Mm-hmm. Right? Four ways to make the word work for you. And we're in Proverbs chapter four, verse twenty through twenty two. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't see yesterday's, uh, you definitely want to go. I'm telling you, there was an anointing yeah. on yesterday's yeah. broadcast. I mean, I was it really pumped me up just as as we were stepping out of here. It yeah. was really, yeah. really cool. And so let's read these. Uh Barrett, will you read uh twenty through
2: twenty two? Yeah. Yes, sir. Not yet. <laughs> my son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your sight. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those who find them and health to all their body.
0: Amen. Yeah, Markie said yeah, after yesterday, she was pumped too. It was It was really good. And yeah. so what we mm-hmm. talked about was... The Lord lays out, and this is his word, it's an absolute, this is who he is, there's a promise that he's given us. And the promise is that he will give life, his words are life to those who find them. So there's a condition there for us to find his words. And... In that, it mm-hmm. tells us something right there. And his words are help to our body. Yeah. So we're not just talking about a physical life only, it's life yeah. across every part. Our finances, our mental, our social, uh, all of those things, our spiritual life, it's a life. And if we will search for His Word and we will meditate on it and tend to it, which is what we were talking about yesterday, Mm -hmm. we will find His Word. And if we find His Word... We'll have that life. How many of you would like to have the life of God and on, not on our described level of yeah. life, but God's described level of life? How many of us would like to have life as defined by God himself?
3: Yeah. yeah. Right. And yeah. so
0: that's what he's telling us to do. So the first thing he said was, son, give attention to my words, which mm-hmm. we talked about yesterday was tend to or yeah. attend to. And we likened it to tending to a garden. You can plant a garden, but if you don't tend to it, you won't have the harvest. Animals will come in and steal it. Uh, Weeds will choke it out. And so one of the things that we want to make sure that we do is we give the Word the attention that it needs, grow in the Word, give it the ability to bring about a harvest in our life. That's what we talked about yesterday. And I'm telling you... Uh, you want to go back and see it if you didn't watch it yesterday. So we're moving on from that. But basically what we, you know, the big key out of it, very simple. We talked about four simple keys. The simplicity of it was don't just plant yourself in Christianity and then act like everything's going to happen magically.
4: That's not the way.
0: There's a condition here to find His Word Mm -hmm. by tending to it. And so a part of tending to it is getting in here, digging in. And one of the things we talked about yesterday was this, was that the whole point of tending to a garden is to bring about the largest harvest that we could, and that harvest needs not be limited by what we can see. In other words, God has a harvest that's even bigger than we think right now and we need to look not with what we've seen so far or what we can imagine. He'll do far far above and beyond what we can ask or think or imagine, right? He'll do far more than that and so we don't limit ourselves to what we can see or what we can imagine. We, yeah. we start seeing with eyes of faith, oh, my goodness, what can God do? And that means when we tend to it, we're believing God to bring out even more than what we can see. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We're looking with eyes of faith. Well, that means that we give ourselves to the Word just because one of the worst things that you can hear is, oh, well, from somebody as a minister is somebody who's leading people is to hear, oh, I've heard that message before. Right. Because, okay, you've heard the message before. Does that mean that you heard every bit of it? Uh, You can go back to a message. I've listened to messages before, and it's like we spent three and a half months on 1 Peter 4. Yeah. Uh, First Peter 4, we spent three and a half months on it. I was, I'm was i the one ministering it, and I was getting things out of it yeah. every single week. Yeah. Yeah. And we were looking at the same scriptures but at, because God is so deep and His Word is so rich that when we tend to it, we'll find treasures yeah. that will bring fullness of life. Mm-hmm. So in attending to it, one of the things we need to do, the next three things it says is incline your ear to my sayings, Mm
4: -hmm. do not
0: let them depart from your sight, and keep them in the midst of your heart. And one of the things that we looked at is when we tend to the Word of God, we place ourselves. We take action. It's, it's, it's action that we will take physically, yeah. right? We yeah. will tend to it. We will be in the right place at the right time. We will listen to the word. We'll sit under preaching. We'll go somewhere to hear the word. We'll open up our Bibles physically and look at it. We'll process and think about it. So yeah. it's our actions. Then we have our ears and our eyes. So we hear it. We see it, but then we keep it in our heart, Mm -hmm. and that is a function of our mind and our spirit, right? Uh, Your heart in this instance is the core of who you are, so you let His Word be developed by the Holy Spirit, and you meditate on it and think on Mm -hmm. it and confess His Word, and that's keeping it in our heart, keeping it in the core of who we are. Amen?
2: Amen. Well, as you're talking, like you're talking about tending to it and what i what i thought of is i haven't been a naturally great gardener or planter of anything other than maybe the word um and what i've done in the past is i've planted a seed and i've set it outside i'm like outside will take care of itself and i i've gone to check on it in a few days and what's happened is other seeds have blown in like the wind has caused other things to get into the soil and so the seed i may have planted is producing life but because i wasn't attentive to the soil where the Mm -hmm. seed was planted other things are then growing and i've watched it literally choke out the initial seed because instead of tending to the soil i thought i planted the seed It'll take care of itself. And then other stuff got in there and corrupted what had been pure. And that's what happens in the word too. Like we can plant a seed in the anointing. I've seen it so many times on Sunday, even with myself, is you'll say, I've had it where you've said something, I received it. I'm like, amen. That's so good. And then Monday, something happens and something else gets planted. And I'm not meditating on the word. I'm not thinking about it. And what had been producing life then gets choked out because I didn't guard the soil in that way.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, what what has just kept coming up to me is so often I think we as people have thought that we can, like, okay, I'm going to, like, get into Christianity. I'm going to make Jesus my Lord. But then box everything off well this is this is Sunday so this is the Jesus part of my life or this is you know this is my 15 minutes in the morning that I'm going to read the word this is the Jesus part of my life um and I'm going to go off with the rest of my life or well Sunday's over so now I have to get to work and and kind of box off even if it's not on purpose yeah just boxing it off and sectioning it off and not letting God and this word touch every single part of our lives. And I know I've done this, like with the word on Sunday, it's been great and life changing. I've stepped into Monday and it's felt just completely different. And because I haven't kept my mind meditating on the word that my pastor has said, this is for you now. I haven't been meditating on it. Like he says, meditate on my word day and night. And when I haven't done that, it's The seed has been gone. It was planted, but because I didn't meditate on it, because I didn't take care of that word,
0: tend to it, yeah, yet tend to it, it
1: was it was lost.
0: Yeah. Well, a very good question for us to ask is, what portion of our life do we not want God's supernatural touch in? Yeah. Well, for me, that answer is very simply none. I want God's supernatural touch in every area of my life. Then that means I need to bring God and his ways and his thoughts into those areas. I can't just leave them sitting to the side. And so we need to tend to it in that way. Well... One of the ways here that it says in verse 20, and please put that in the comments, Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20 through 22. It says, my son, give attention to my words. And, uh, you know, just think about that. That, There's a diligence there in that command. There's a diligence that we need to apply is... Let's be diligent to attend to it. If I was just attending to it for a week, but then I stopped, or a month, or three months, and then I stopped, is that fulfilling this? No, Mm -hmm. there's a constant attention and attending to it that I need to be operating in all the time. In other words, I never stop. Tending yeah. to the Word of God, yeah. as long as I'm here on the earth, I never stop tending to His word. That means I meditate on it, I think about it, I'm, I move in it, I operate by it all the time, yeah. and this yeah. is how life is produced inside yeah. of us. Amen
4: yeah
0: all right, now uh, it says in the second part of verse twenty, incline your ear to my sayings. Now, Mm -hmm. I want you to understand this is not just talking about spiritually. This is a physical thing. Mm -hmm. In other words, uh, hear the sayings of God. Incline your ear, listen for those things. So there's Mm -hmm. a part of that that is talking spiritually. In other words, be open to what I'm saying, right? But there's another part of it that's physical that's saying, if you're not around the word being preached, then you're messing up. You need to hear it. You need to let it go in these ears, these physical ears, and hear it. And uh, so one of the things, if we're going to incline our ear, notice that his sayings is not a mixed gospel preached. So for All example, right. you can have people that get up and, and they quote unquote preach and they're using scripture and they're preaching. But if it's not actually faith, yeah. words of mm-hmm. faith, right? Uh, if you go over to Romans uh, 10, it says the, this word of faith that we yeah. preach. In other yeah. words, if you don't mix faith with the preaching, if you look in um, Romans chapter uh, 15, I think it's verse... Nineteen, I believe it is. You see in Romans chapter 15, uh, it's right around there where it says, we preach the full gospel with signs and wonders. So if you have, quote unquote, preaching, but there's no signs and wonders in it, it's not a full gospel, then this is not... You're not. You're hearing something, but it's not God's saying. Yeah. You see. Uh, let's look at those two things real quick because I think that that is really important. So Romans chapter ten, and if y'all help me find that one, it's this word of faith that we preach. I think it's. Uh, I think it's close uh, to. Yeah. Uh, verse eight. So, Romans 10 and 8. So, but what does it say? The word is near you and in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith, which we are preaching.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So,
0: a preaching needs to carry with it faith. So, I've heard a lot of preachers get up and they'll talk about healing. But and I want you to see this. They may even say that God's a healer. But then as yeah. soon as the service is over goes back to what you're saying, they don't, they're not believing for healing.
4: Yeah. Right.
0: They 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 go first to the medicine cabinet and to the doctor. They don't go to the word first. Yeah. So they'll preach it. Now God will be merciful to some of them while they're preaching, but I want to tell you what you have in you spiritually is what will be imparted to the people. Yeah. So right. if I don't actually believe in healing for myself, yeah. then yeah. when I preach, even if I preach healing, it won't come across. But if I believe in healing, yeah. then that's what's going to be imparted. Yeah. And you can find that that faith comes by hearing. You go on down the same chapter, verse 17. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word preached is the context, right? So faith is a spiritual thing. So in other words, it's a spiritual impartation by what's preached. So if I don't have it in me when I preach it, it's not going to go either. So when we go back to hold your place in Romans, but when we go back to Proverbs that says, incline your ear to my sayings. One of the Mm -hmm. things he's saying is my sayings have faith in them.
4: Yeah. Yeah. And we
0: can tell that from Romans 10. So if you're sitting there and you're in a position where coming into your physical ear is preaching that doesn't have faith in it, Mm -hmm. you're not hearing God saying. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're hearing the world's sayings, this, so you're not doing this. If we want to have the fullness of life, we got to get around preachers who are preaching it and living yeah, faith, right. or else we're not inclined. We're inclined our ears to sayings, but yeah. not God's sayings,
4: yeah. right? Yeah.
0: And then go to Romans chapter fifteen, and like I said, I believe it's verse yeah, uh, verse nineteen.
4: Mm -hmm. And
0: let's read uh, read verse 18 and 19.
2: For I will not presume to speak of anything except what Christ has accomplished through me, resulting in the obedience of the Gentiles by word and deed.
0: Okay, so one of the first things that you see is when he speaks, when he's preaching, his preaching causes change in people. In other words, the people he was preaching to, their words changed.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And and I want you to see this. If you're growing in Christ and your words don't change, mm-hmm. you're probably not growing as fast as you can. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Your words need to change. Your words need to change. If words and deed. Mm-hmm. So if my actions are not consistently changing, then if I'm not go back to Romans chapter 8. Mm-hmm. It says if I'm not I think verse 13. Romans 8:13. If I'm not consistently putting to death
4: yeah, the yeah.
0: deeds of the flesh, then maybe the sayings that I'm hearing is not the fullness of the gospel. Yeah. Because the fullness of the gospel will cause words and pre- uh, words and deeds to change. Okay. And mm-hmm. so as a preacher, one of the things I want to see is, are there words and deeds changing in the people that are hearing the message that I'm preaching? Yeah, I, right. I look for my own accountability for those things to be happening in people. And if it's not, Mm -hmm. I hold myself accountable to go back to the simplicity and the purity of the gospel. Another thing, did y'all have something on? Okay. Mm -hmm. Another thing there is verse 19. Go ahead.
2: In the power of signs and wonders, in the power of the Spirit, so that from Jerusalem and round about as far as that place. I fully (laughs) preach the gospel of Christ.
0: So the gospel of Christ defined by the Holy Spirit in Romans, the gospel fully preached has, makes changes to words Mm. and deeds in the people. And it includes power of signs and wonders by the power of the spirit in the power of the spirit. So if I don't have power of signs and wonders in the power of the Holy Spirit, then I have not fully preached. This is a Bible yeah. definition of yeah. how the word and the gospel should be preached. Mm-hmm. Now watch this. According to the Holy Ghost, these are the sayings of God.
4: Right. Mm-hmm. These
0: are the sayings. So when I come over here back to Proverbs chapter 4, yeah. and it says, incline your ear to my sayings, if I'm in a church or I'm listening to any preachers that are not, operating in a power of the spirit in signs and wonders in the, in a, um, a manifestation of my words and deeds changing. If they're not preaching by faith or not living by faith, because the gospel Mm -hmm. shows us, the Bible shows us that needs to be a fruit in order to have the preaching, right? The, I need to be living it. Yeah.
4: Yeah. If
0: that, then I'm hearing sayings, but they're not God's sayings and my life won't be full. I need to get to the place where I'm seeing the manifestation of the fruit of the gospel. And when I get my ears under that preaching, under those sayings, I incline my ear. I'm looking for that. I'm reaching for that in my hearing. Then all of a sudden I will be at a place where God can get life to me to the full.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And just because we like, what comes up to me is two people can be sitting in a service. One mm-hmm. of them can have tremendous fruit that mm-hmm. comes from the service, and the other one can have no fruit in their life. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't necessarily mean that there's something wrong with your church. It means that we have to posture ourselves. Absolutely, and that's mm-hmm. the
0: next point that we'll be getting to.
4: Yeah. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, it just reminds me of the story that you, I've heard you tell where you were telling the Lord, like, I feel like I've heard everything this pastor has for yeah. me. I'm, I've am i been sitting here for months, and I don't seem to be growing or getting anything. And basically, the Lord's like, just listen again, because you're not really listening. And um, when you got that bias out of the way, you're like, oh, my goodness, what changed? And yeah. it wasn't that the pastor changed. It was your heart.
0: Yes. Your heart changed.
1: Yeah. And then all of this. I went it from was,
0: receiving nothing. Yeah. I mean, nothing— to all of a sudden I was being completely fed again. Yeah. And it was all right here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was all in my heart. Yeah, so. yeah.
2: It's our it's the sheep's responsibility to keep their their gift of God yeah. held in esteem. Like it's, yeah. it's, it's not mm-hmm. pastor's job to make sure that I'm esteeming him and I'm receiving. It. That's my yes. job. And yeah. so often in churches, especially the congregation assumes, well, it's a pastor's job to do everything for me and yeah. drive me and all. No, that's, that's not pastor's job. Yeah. Pastor's job is to preach the gospel, to receive mandates from heaven, to fulfill vision that he's called to tend to the, to shepherd the sheep, to, To feed the sheep, but it's the sheep's responsibility to eat. Like you can provide the food all day long. It's my job to eat it.
0: He provides that's exactly right. He provides that example in Matthew chapter eleven, where you know, we have this idea, and this is true that Jesus came to the earth. But he came to the earth, and he let go of a message. But then he clarifies, okay, I've come to you now. Now you need to come to me. And if you don't come to me, come to me, and your yoke will be easy and light, right? When you take my yoke upon upon you. In other words, do things my way. Come to me and do things my way, and you'll have it easy and light. In other words, if we don't do it his way, or we don't come to him... Right? Yeah. It'll be hard and heavy. Okay? Yeah. So one of the things that we see is we want he sets that up as he's the great shepherd and we are all sheep coming to him. Well that same uh, picture applies in a pastor. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, we have this idea. That the pastor is supposed to to come to us every time we have an issue and he should somehow know every detail that's going on in our brain. No, the same, the same protocol applies. That this is an under-shepherd of the shepherd yeah. and to come and take his yoke, the yoke of Christ, is mm-hmm. to come to the shepherd. So God yeah. will send a shepherd, a pastor... Into a city, into yeah. a town, and he'll say, "I want you to sh- to pastor right here." And then the people should take it upon themselves to come to that pastor, yeah. to yeah. come to the shepherd, to communicate with him, to share with him. You know, do you know, like with with Jesus, you could get born again and you could live the rest of your life here on earth, go to heaven, but always live lower. Mm-hmm. Always live lower because you never talk to him. Yeah. Well, yeah. people live that way with their pastor all the time, and he operates in a function of the under shepherd of the great shepherd yeah. right mm-hmm. and but people will do that same thing they live a lower standard of life because they never go to the pastor and communicate with them. they're like yeah. they think well he should go out that's he goes out and finds lost sheep not rebellious sheep yep. and you go out to find you go into the highways and hedges that means going to the people that don't know they're supposed to come
2: right but Amen. once
0: you're born again your responsibility is to tend to the word, to proactively tend to the word yourself, eat the food of it in that way to get yourself hungry and to hear for yourself. Like in that situation that you described,
4: Mm -hmm.
0: it wasn't somebody else that needed to tend to my own hearing. Right. It was myself. It was Brian that needed to tend to his hearing and listen to that pastor yeah. in a different heart, yeah. right? Yeah. It wasn't somebody else that needed to fix themselves. No, the pastor was doing right, and he was feeding. It was my heart. I needed to work on me,
4: yeah. right? Yeah.
0: So I was sitting there hearing it with my physical ears, but I wasn't hearing it in my yeah. spirit, yeah. man. So hearing I didn't hear. And that goes, let's go to... um Let's go to Matthew uh, chapter 13 and verse 13. So Matthew thirteen thirteen, He says, therefore, I speak to them in parables, because while seeing, they do not see, and while hearing, they do not hear, nor do they understand. It says in verse 14, in their case, the prophecy of Isaiah is being fulfilled, which says, You will keep on hearing, but you will not understand. You will keep on seeing, but you will not perceive. Watch this. For the heart of this people has become dull with their ears. They barely hear, scarcely hear. Mm -hmm. And they have closed their eyes. Otherwise, they would see with their eyes, hear with their ears, and understand with their heart and return. And I would heal them. Yeah, yeah. And he says, but blessed are your eyes because they see and your ears because they hear. In Mm -hmm. other words, we need to make sure that we stay in a position. The hearing and the seeing is a position that Mm -hmm. we have in our heart. He said the issue is they have a dull heart. It's a heart issue. It's Mm -hmm. a heart issue. So when we go back to Proverbs, that says, incline your ears to my sayings. I've got to guard my heart Mm -hmm. against. So in that case, part of what happened was I got offended uh, not, you know, not because in that case, people had done some things wrong yeah. and it affected me. Yeah. But instead of letting go of it and moving forward, I let that offense grab a hold of me mm-hmm. and it, it hardened my heart, dulled my heart, and before I knew it, I couldn't even hear, even yeah. though the word was being preached.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
3: And
0: so if I'm going to incline my ear to the sayings of God, I have to not only place myself physically in a place where the word of God is fully being preached, but I have to guard my heart so that when I'm there, I'll hear. I can't tell you the number of people over the years. Uh, Not too long ago, I heard somebody say, I'm just not getting anything out, out of the message. There's nothing new being preached here. And I thought my gosh, you've not been listening because there's more revelation coming out in this past year than I've ever seen in our ministry. Yeah. Yeah. And I knew right then they had a hardened heart. Mm-hmm. I knew right then yeah. their heart was hard. And mm-hmm. for whatever reason, could be offense, could be whatever, but yeah. they hadn't guarded their heart. Yeah. And and so they weren't actually hearing what was yeah. being said. And, uh, and I've been there. I've been yeah. there. So it's not something I don't have mercy for, But it's not something that I don't have correction for as well. Like there's a correction that needs to be made so that we can get back to the fullness of life. Right. We can get back to that.
4: Yeah.
0: Um, One other scripture, and then we can talk more about this, is um, Mark chapter 8 and verse 17. It says this. And Jesus was aware of this and said to them, why do you discuss the fact that you have no bread? Do you not yet Mm -hmm. see or understand? And then immediately ask this question, do you have a hardened heart?
4: Mm -hmm.
0: Do you have a hardened heart? He says, having eyes, do you not see? And having ears, do you not hear? And do you not remember? In other words, when we have a hardened heart, it affects our hearing. So if we're going to incline our ears, if we're going to incline our ears to hear the sayings of God, we have to two things. Put this in the comments. If we are going to hear properly, we must, number one, be in the place of the full gospel being preached, and two, guard our heart from becoming hardened so that we can hear. So be in the right place, guard our heart so that we can hear, Mm -hmm. right? And uh, it's very, very important to see that. And and we can get our heart hardened from so many things. Yeah. The other night, you know, we have this crusade with Brother Ted going on right now. Mm-hmm. I, word got back to me. Some people on Facebook were running down because we have miracles. I'm like, what God do you serve? Like, do you yeah. serve Like, do you not realize that Jesus is a, is Jesus of miracles? Like he, Jesus had miracles. That was who he was. God is a God of miracles. But these are so-called Christians, so-called Christians, because I'm not sure. Now, so-called yeah. Christians probably went to church their whole life, running down people being saved yeah. and delivered from prob- problems because of miracles. Yeah. So what's happened? Mm-hmm. Something has hardened them, maybe it's denomination. Well, yeah. they're not my denomination, so I don't, I don't, I'm not going to go support that. you know, yeah. you know we're this or we're that or what could be denomination, could be that they don't understand it. Right. And their lack of understanding said, Well, I don't understand it, so I don't like it. You know, you you're gonna always face that place where what you were saying earlier today, where your flesh is challenged. But so instead of giving themselves to the challenge of the spirit and putting down the comfort of their flesh. Yeah. They give themselves to the comfort mm-hmm. of their flesh and everything they understand now so they never grow their understanding. Yeah. And that's exactly what is. Your heart is and you hear, but you don't understand, yeah. Yeah. right? And so you, you watch these things and so people, this is not how to have a full life by having a hardened heart. Have full life. You have to open up your heart. You have to become tender yeah. in your heart,
1: and take the full the full counsel of the
0: word. Yes, yes. It's
1: they probably got to that place because they you could yes. have been in church your whole life, but if you're not taking the full counsel of the word during that time, yes, you yes. know it's not it's not doing very much. Just like what we were talking, it, it all yes.
2: comes around.
0: Yeah. Yep. I was reading. I was reading the. Draven said, haters gonna hate? (laughs) Amen. Yeah. Kevin said, if you don't have miracles, signs, and wonders in your ministry, it makes it very easy to tear down somebody else's ministry that does. That's correct.
1: Well, well, it goes back, sorry. Um, It goes back to also not just, once again, not just checking the box, because you can go to church your whole life and be like, well, I'm physically here. That's great. And that's good, that's a step. But we also need to be there spiritually yes. with our hearts open and hearing. Because once again, they could have said, Well, I've gone to church my whole life. Yeah. And and that's great. But it it's not if you're if you don't have your heart open, yes. if you're not holding on to a fence yes. or whatever it is, you can be there and you can be hearing you can be hearing the full gospel of the word. Yeah. But if you're not there with your heart open, like the word says, then you're not going to be getting anything.
2: Well, and one of the things that you say often, I I was mentioning this earlier, is it's our job not to get familiar and not just with Mm -hmm. you, not just with your pastor. You can become familiar with God. And That's what I, right. and what I mean with that is, let's say you were brought up in a, in a Pentecostal church where there's signs, wonders, miracles, the full counsel of the yep. Word, and you see this regularly. I've yeah. watched men and women of God who grew up in this, and a miracle's taking place, and they're just sit, sitting there watching.
4: Yeah, yeah. they're
2: yeah. not like they're not allowing what God's doing to move them and that's Mm -hmm. being familiar with the king of kings and an antidote to that is thankfulness like when's the last time that we were truly thankful like that we were thanking God for the church where we're planted we're thanking God for the man and woman of God that is designed to oversee us putting ourselves in a position of thanksgiving truly allows God to keep us in a place of humility like that thanksgiving will keep us yeah. where we're receptive. There have been so many things like, just this year that have been opportunities for offense for me. Yeah. And I was talking to the Lord about it about a month ago. And he was like, pray this way. Like yeah. thank mm-hmm. me for the time that you had with this or yeah. thank me for what was sown into you through this th- yeah. situation. Yeah. And just because the end aspect of it, or just because there was an opportunity that hurt you or your feelings got sure. hurt or you got confused by what was preached or whatever, just because that existed, Think back to what was good. Brother, or evangelist Ted Shuttlesworth Jr. was mentioning this last night. Think back long enough into the past of all the things that God has done for you. Think through, you know, what fruit has come in your life through that ministry where you're planted and start thinking on those things because God has more for you. He's not a seasonal planting God where you're planted here for a moment. You're planted here for a moment. You're planted here. No, he's a covenant God. And if God has planted you in a ministry, that's likely where you're going to be. Like when I, when I moved here, I remember talking, I know where I, was we were talking on the phone and i was mentioning well i'm here i don't yeah. know how long i'll be here for and you're like i would not expect to leave anytime sooner than at least seven years and that for me felt like a sentence at that point because <laughs> i've never done that like yeah. it was yeah. brand new for me and i was yeah. like oh my gosh seven years we've now passed that like we've yeah, done yeah. past that a long time ago we're not george and i aren't going anywhere because yeah. we're planted yeah. but we've we've had to Praise God, because we have relationship with you and Pastor Nicole yeah. and the family. We've had to ensure we don't become familiar with yeah, you, yeah. Yet, just because we see you at at different moments in your life, that we don't start treating you like a man, yeah. And we yeah. don't treat mm-hmm. Pastor Nicole like a woman. It's yeah. you're our gifts from God, and the yeah. Lord is good, and He, yeah. it, we we just it's our responsibility to ensure we're not familiar with our shepherd or with the one who provides us with the seed, yeah. our Lord, and we can do that.
0: So, you know, in, in hearing, incline our ears to his sayings,
4: mm-hmm. we've
0: said already that really is devised yeah. of two different points. Number one, physically be under the preaching of yeah. the fullness of the gospel of Christ. Two, uh, make sure that spiritually your heart's not hardened and your ears dull. So yeah. let's, I want you to start coming up with a list of what would dull our hearing. We've already talked about several, mm-hmm. but let's, la- let's, let's look at a list of what to do so that we don't become dull. We've already mentioned several. We're going to come back to it. I'm going to finish yeah. on your topic right there of familiarity, which is one of those in the list. Mm-hmm. So look at this. And then in a second, I'm going to ask a question of everybody that I want you to think about. So how can we not become, have our heart hardened? And not become dull. So first thing is, uh, if we are in sin, Mm -hmm. if we're in sin, doing something that we know we shouldn't be doing, that will harden your heart, and you're telling God no, and you Mm -hmm. will stop hearing, right?
2: You're searing your conscience. You're
0: searing your conscience. Specifically on a hardened heart, unforgiveness.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Unforgiveness.
1: Yeah.
0: Offense. Mm Mm-hmm. If you if you have sin, unforgiveness, offense, those are three mm-hmm. main ones that will that will harden your heart, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, I will say this really this really beefs up uh, receptivity is uh, good communication
4: because
0: mm-hmm. yeah. if you're if you isolate yourself and you don't communicate well. Right mm-hmm. and 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 have family that will cause yeah. you to yeah. harden your heart. Okay, yeah. the devil wants to isolate you, so isolation, yeah. isolation slash lack of communication, familiarity, familiarity is a big big thing. And so I want to give you an example. So uh, Don uh, Don Johnson, Donnie Johnson, mm-hmm. is here with Brother Ted. Now Don has been with Brother Ted for years, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And, um, and he, he jokes around, he knows, he sees the spirit side of Brother Ted, he sees the flesh side of yeah. Brother he sees mm. both of them, and he's been around ministry for a long, long time, he sees those things, he recognizes those things, yeah. and, uh, and I, I love Don, I've, I've known him now for years, he's been such a blessing to me, and, um, but here, here's what I want you to see, he, he sees the flesh side
4: yeah. of mm-hmm.
0: Brother Ted. But the other day his phone rang, and I was standing right beside him, and he pulled it up. And right there across the top, it doesn't say Brother Ted. Mm-hmm. It says Man of God.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, now, why would he do that? Now, he's not being smart. No, mm-hmm. he is training himself to not become familiar. Like, yeah. I know I'm talking to a man. I know I'm talking to a man. But this is God's man for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is my man of God in that way. This yeah. is God's man. Yeah. And He's not becoming familiar, although he's even seen and I'll see him, you know, joke around and do different things, but then he when it's time that the man of God is speaking that in in that way, all of a sudden that's he knows and he and he does not become familiar. He esteems God in the man.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then see that. He esteems God in the man. And that when you see this, familiarity is our responsibility uh, to put down familiarity. Our humility and submission is, and you see that because we know that Jesus never did anything wrong. He never sinned. But when he goes to Nazareth, he was lightly esteemed and he couldn't do any mighty work there because Mm -hmm. they saw him as the carpenter's son. They didn't Mm -hmm. see him as the son of God. They saw him as the son of a man. Right, the son of a man, and they were familiar with him. What that shows us is, and then Jesus goes from there to Capernaum and heals them all. So in Capernaum, he heals them all because they weren't familiar. In Nazareth, he could do no mighty work because they were familiar. So Mm -hmm. you see the responsibility of putting down familiarity was on the people. Because Jesus didn't change in between the two cities. But one city had the blessing and the signs and wonders, one didn't. One heard him and one didn't. One Mm -hmm. saw and one didn't, right? Because one had a hardened heart and a dull heart and one one city did not. And the one that did not have a dull and hardened heart was simply because of familiarity and an esteem. That esteem and that lack of familiarity is our responsibility. So, if we're going to have fullness of life, then we have, even if we see the fleshly side of men and women of God, even if we see the fleshly side of them, we still have to recognize, but this is a gift that God gave me, and I see God in the man while they're trying to work things out. Mm -hmm. You know, just because, uh, you know, I heard recently somebody. Somebody saw, they, they perceived that I did something wrong. I don't even know what it was. I just heard that they perceived that I did something wrong. And um, who knows? Who knows what it is? Because the devil will lie to people. And yeah. here's the issue. What if they did? What if they did see something wrong? Well, if we're connected, then you're going to pray. You're yeah. going to pray for me. You're not going to ditch me. Yeah, you're yeah. going to pray for me. Yep. You're, yeah. you're going to come to me and say, how can I help? You know, yeah. I saw this. You don't just run away from it and burn bridges. That's what the world does because they're not covenant. Mm-hmm. You you pray and you come and you talk and you communicate. Ask you, questions. You ask questions yeah. and you do it often. And so this this is familiarity that will lead you to a hardened heart where you're not hearing and not yeah. receiving anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, so we we are responsible for that. I'm responsible yeah. for that. You know, I've been around Brother Tracy now uh, in. More private settings than most people have, right? Yeah. And I've seen some of the things of who he is in the flesh. And I've seen, not bad, just he's a man, you yeah. know? Uh, but I got to, I've got to purpose myself to say, does it matter if he's a man? He's the man that God has connected me with and God in him is a gift to me and I'm going to esteem that. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care if it feels good, looks good, makes no difference. I know God made that. Now I have Mm -hmm. resolve on our connection. A lot yeah. of people have never taken time to actually know where God's planted yeah. them. There's a bunch of people in a lot of churches that don't actually know that God planted them there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's signs that you can and there's confirmations you can have when you're planted with somebody connected. One thing yeah. is this, you know, when when a person of God is constantly having revelatory words for you, especially early on. It, we go through this thing where early on we will have it and then we get familiar and and those revelatory words will stop and that's where we have to figure out uh us yeah. that's when we have yeah. to work on ourselves and if we'll if we'll not work on us we'll stop hearing those words yep. but yeah. if we'll work on us they'll come right back up to at the beginning but that's that's the work of the the follower the yep. disciple right yeah um but you'll see that people that God has connected to you They will have words that will set you free. They'll call you in moments when you need them. They'll be Mm -hmm. there. Uh, You'll call them. They'll have a word. You'll be in their spirit at just the right time. That doesn't mean they're going to call you 100% of the time that you have Mm -hmm. an issue going on. That's not not what I'm talking about. But there'll be moments, and you'll recognize. You'll have words. They'll have words for you when you, you might not even be connected to them yet and it'll be right on it'll yeah. be spot on yeah. life changing words.
2: This literally happened with you and I a couple weeks ago where I where you called me in and Oh yeah. and we're sitting in here and I had been dealing with something and I've been talking to Pastor Nicole but I hadn't you and I hadn't connected yet and you yeah. pulled me in the studio and we ended up talking and since that moment I don't, I don't know if I've told you since that moment freedom. I've had so much peace yeah. so much freedom and it was yeah. It was the moment that I needed it the most. It was right there. A
0: yeah. moment like that. It reminds me of um, Corey Johnson, who he doesn't go to this church. He's in New Hampshire, mm-hmm. but he's a partner with our ministry. Yeah. yeah. We I knew the Lord put us together. I knew when I saw him, I went, He and I are supposed to know each other, mm-hmm. you know, and I yeah. knew it. That was up in Washington DC in the hotel. And I said, we're supposed to we're supposed to know each other. Yeah. We introduced ourselves, and from that moment we've had a covenant relationship yeah. in God ever since that moment. Mm-hmm. And I will have words that will break him out of that, you know. And that doesn't mean that he's supposed to go to church. For most people, it does mean you're supposed to go to church if it's a if it's a pastor. Most people it does. There yeah. are instances where it's not. For him, it's not in that way. But uh it's one of those where there's a connection there, yeah. and yeah. God did it yeah. for a purpose and for a reason. And there, now there've been. He told me the other day. He said, "He said I realize that there have been so many times where life giving and life changing words have come through you." I was yeah. like, "That's the covenant connection that God yeah. has made. Yeah. That shows you that a person of God is supposed to be connected in your life yeah. in that way, Brother Tracy." Multiple times Mm -hmm. I've called, and he can't answer my phone calls all the time, right? Uh, But there's multiple times where I really needed him. And that time he picked the phone up when it was odd for him to yeah. even be answering. Or he yeah. called and he said, "Hey, I've had you on my mind." And, and one time I literally said, "That's good. I needed. <laughs> I needed uh, somebody to be on somebody's I need to be on somebody's mind because I was going through some stuff." Yeah. yeah. And uh, multiple times. And then a word that was changed. I had it just this summer at the at the ministers' conference. Mm-hmm. He had a word. That it was absolutely where I was at. He didn't even know it, but it, yeah. I mean, it exploded inside of me yeah. and took me to the next level mm-hmm. of thinking that yeah. I needed. That mm-hmm. that's how you can see some of those moments, and yeah. they'll yeah. have you'll have results when you're around that yeah. person.
2: So, yeah. Well, there was at our last Holy Ghost service um, that we had during prayer. You you had you prayed over myself and George, and one of the things that the Lord. Had you speak over us was that this, George and I were going to start seeing increase off of a foundation that we had laid through yeah. honoring you and Pastor mm-hmm. Nicole. Yeah. And there have been opportunities for us to get familiar. There's been opportunities for us to, you know, decrease whatever. There's and been opportunities.
0: Paul's say. And when you get familiar, yeah. it cuts all that off. It sure yeah. does. It cuts it off. It does. Okay.
2: Well, one thing I was going to say is I've I've seen in in the eight years that I've been here, different people, like I'll be talking about you and Pastor Nicole and make sure that you communicate in different things. And they'll say, well, it's different because. You're one of their, like, it's different for you. You have relationship. I have relationship because I pursued it. That's right. Like anybody. You
0: attended to it. I attended to it. You inclined your ear to it. It's not that I'm
2: fancy or that I'm special. That's right. The Lord told me when I moved here in 2014, in my apartment, in my bedroom, as I'm reading, he told me, Pastor Nicole and Pastor Brian are your covenant man and woman of God. You are in covenant with them. I know where I was. I know the moment. And I was like, I understand. Do you
0: have that written down?
2: I don't know if I have it written down. I can. You should. I I will.
0: Yeah. Write the vision and make it plain. When you get a word like that, it means something. I know I boxed you and Pastor Nicole
2: that day. I'm like, this is what the Lord said to me. You guys are mine. And George George has had that too. And from that position of honoring and esteeming, I was telling Sister Bonnie last night, every good thing that's come in my life has come through Boomerang. Every good gift that I have has come not because. Because again, not because George and I are special and fancy, but because we heard the word of the Lord. And even though we've fallen along the way and we've made missteps, God honors those who honor him and honoring the man and woman of God is a part of that. And so when you told that to us, it came alive. We're like. We have laid a foundation of blessings yeah. for ourselves. Yeah. Because, and we've yeah. seen it more this year yeah. than ever before. The blessing of the Lord. And it's released. not stopping. No. Yeah, it's
0: just increasing. Yeah.
2: Because of that honor. Yeah. And I've watched it with you and the yeah. men that, and women of God mm-hmm. that the Lord's attached to you and Pastor Nicole to. Yeah. Because you desire to honor and desire to esteem and look for ways to yeah. do it. I've watched you guys get more honored, more favor, and more increase. Like yeah. when you travel places, I literally laughed now when you'll send a message of just had dinner with so and so or yeah. just saw so and so i'm like of course you did because yeah. i know what you do when you're there you yeah. look for yeah. ways to serve yeah. you attend the man and woman of god
0: sure yeah well i don't want to become familiar either yeah. Yeah. and and this is a pattern and you i would say you'll probably go through it multiple times but when you start out it's like easy it's almost easy to see who that man or woman of God is for you at the mm-hmm. beginning, at the beginning, okay? Yeah. Um, because there, it, it's a grass is greener type moment in a sense, yeah. but now you have to watch that because just because somebody's got a word for you that connects with you doesn't mean it's the man or woman of God for yeah, you. Right. I'm just telling you there are signs <laughs> of it because yeah. you have people that'll come in um, and they'll have... They'll have word for you, but that yeah. doesn't mean you go and follow them all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that there are a continuous thing, especially when you start. But what will happen, and this will happen multiple times probably with most people, is that rise will be of their gift in your life, and it'll be awesome, mm-hmm. and then it'll start to get challenged, and you'll start mm-hmm. to become familiar, yep. and you have to recognize We've when that... Yeah, through this. I, yeah. I have too, many times. You have to recognize when you crest that heel and start heading into familiarity, and offense, because if you don't recognize it, it's a slippery slope, and yeah. you can lose the covenant connection of God that God has. I've watched, right. I've literally watched hundreds of people lose that battle and they yep. never recover because they didn't recognize it. And most of the time, because they think they've arrived in something, they think they're more mature than they are and don't even know that this is a very common trap yeah. and don't know how to recognize it. But if they would mm-hmm. actually ask, What's going on? I just feel disconnected, right? If they would come to the shepherd, the shepherd's seen it hundreds of times, he can yeah. say, Here's what's going on with you right yeah. now. You yeah. need to put that in its place, and if you do, your recovery will be awesome. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah. And uh, I'm watching somebody right now that's going through that. Uh, the Lord's given me words to give to them to help yeah. them through that process. Yeah. But that's why we have to reach out, ask quickly, ask often, ask early, and yeah. ask and don't tell. And you then, know, communicate. Yeah. Ask. Stop acting like we know it all. Ask questions. So yeah.
2: if there was a saying to put on a T-shirt that I want, it's that one. <laughs>
0: I, we need to make a t-shirt, you know, yeah. ask early, ask often, and ask and don't tell. Mm-hmm. You know, what was the fourth one? I said ask, ask a lot. I just said like four ask things. Ask
2: early, ask often, ask, don't tell. Oh, no, there, there was, a was a fourth, fourth one. one. No, there was We have to go is. back nice. to it. And,
0: yeah. Anyway, yeah, because that is an esteem. Yeah. See, it I'll is. ask even if I know the answer. Yeah. Why? Because I'm esteeming the gift as higher than what I have myself. Yeah. You yeah. see? Yeah. That that puts me in a place of submission and humility where grace and greater grace can be given. So even yeah. if I know the answer, yeah. I'll still ask. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's a trap of pride and familiarity where we think, okay, I know what this answer is. So I'll just go do it. No, I've learned. I want more grace than even what I know. Yeah. That means I'll keep asking even if I know the answer. Yeah, yeah. I'll, ask, I'll ask more. What, what do you think about this? What, mm-hmm. what about this? Th- that, ask
1: quickly. Ask yeah. quickly. Thank you. <laughs> I, Thank I was you. like, oh, Kevin's so good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> ask quickly. Yeah. Don't wait. Don't wait. Ask quickly, yeah. mm-hmm. ask early, ask quickly, ask often, and ask, don't tell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right. Now, we've had a bunch of comments that have come through, but.
2: Uh, Pastor Cole had a really good one.
0: Okay. Before you read that, here's what. Here, I want you to answer this question for me, and y'all can be thinking on it. And if there's any other things that'll make us dull, I want that full list. Uh, we've already posted some of it, but here's the question for you Have you ever gone into a service and. You got just a bunch of stuff going on, mm-hmm. and your brain is on that stuff. Mm-hmm. And you get to the end of the service, and you feel like, "Man, I just didn't really get anything today."
4: Mm-hmm. Have you ever mm-hmm. gotten yeah.
0: that? And so, part of inclining our ear is learning how to ditch the stuff, right? Yeah. And one of one of the things, for example, when you were talking about planting the seed earlier, what what. Because it says that it, the cares of the world mm-hmm. will choke out the word,
4: mm-hmm. right? Yeah. If we're
0: inclining our ears to the word, and then that if we're inclining our ears to the word, which is the seed,
4: yeah. mm-hmm. if
0: there's other seeds of fault around there, it's not that they grow up and choke it out like this. It, it although that's the effect of it. It's mm-hmm. that all of those other seeds, those other cares of the world, suck all the energy out yes. from the Word. Yep. In other words, I'm putting energy here. I'm putting energy into my thoughts here and here mm-hmm. and there. And so we'll go into a service, and our thoughts are on every other plant, the cares mm-hmm. yep. of the world, the stuff I have to have to solve, the things going on in my family. All of this is there, and yeah. it's sucking Sucking that uh, life and nutrients away from the yep. word, and yeah. all of a sudden I go to the end of the service. I'm like, I did. What did he even preach on? Yeah.
4: yeah, I mean
0: we've all we've all experienced it. Yeah. So one of those ways to become dull is to give ourselves to the cares Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and carry the cares. So Mm -hmm. we've got to learn to quickly cast those cares. Yeah. Yeah. Quickly cast those cares. I don't even care. You know, y'all saw it the other day. I lost my wallet (laughs) in the middle of a theme park. Yeah. And I quickly cast the care. Right? I didn't carry it. I'm like, it'll be all right. It'll be okay. Mm -hmm. Yesterday, I got a speeding ticket.
4: (sighs) Woohoo!
2: Surprise. Yeah, well, and I was like,
0: (laughs) used to that would have like ruined my day and ruined my week i was i thought i thought the speed limit was 55 it was 45 i missed it and uh i was just i I didn't know it was 45 and Mm -hmm. um but all of a sudden used to that would have like oh man and 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 even money whatever money it may cost, and uh but now I was like, it, it'll be okay. You know, I, I just immediately cast a care. It's such yeah. an easier life yeah. and yeah. I can receive. Yeah. yeah. Like like that could have held me back from receiving last night. To me. Yeah. I'm telling mm-hmm. you, the, I know we were having church. Like me and the Lord were having our own church. Like I was hearing everything that was going on, but it's like he was, he was blowing me away yeah. with his glory last mm-hmm. night. I was crying multiple times. Yeah. Something was happening with me and, and, Mm-hmm. That ticket could have sucked the life out of yeah. if I would have been meditating only. I didn't yeah. th- even think about it, you know? Yeah. You gotta learn how to quickly cast the cares so that our heart doesn't get dull, so that mm-hmm. we can incline our ears and therefore have the fullness of the life of the word. So, yeah. yeah. Amen.
2: Pastor Nicole had said As believers, we are all ministers of his word, truth, and love. Mm -hmm. We should never get so familiar, even with our friends and family, that we can't receive if God wants to move through them. God will use us. And she said, God has ministered to me through my kids because I expect to receive his goodness through them. We've raised them to be his vessels. So as she's the she's." she's one of the pastors in this house. It's not that she is unable to hear from the Lord, but even, even the kids, even Luke, who's eight years old. She's able to hear his voice through him because she's not allowing herself to get familiar of, I birthed you. I know more than Mm -hmm." you.
0: Listen, I receive words. I receive words and nutrition by things that you say all the time. Things that Buddy says, things that Abigail says, even, even things that Marky says. Oh Oh. my gosh, that is, The Lord? <laughs> That's God.
2: Mark, he's amazed by that. Did you hear wow? Oh, wow. That was, that was the Lord. Not indignant. No, I mean, really, <laughs>
0: all of you, you and... To that, and you add to me. Yeah. I, I receive all the time. Yeah. I'm the pastor, but I receive from. That is not getting familiar with mm-hmm. God in you. Yeah. You see? Mm-hmm. And yeah. I know all your issues. You know, I know what you're going through. I know the stuff you deal with. I'm the one that helps counsel <laughs> you out of it and anoint you to True. break the yokes off. Yeah, all of y'all know that. But that doesn't mean that you can't hear from God. Yeah. And I can't yeah. be fed through things yeah. that God gives you. Mm-hmm. I can. Yeah. That's humility. That's what you want to, that's right. the place you yeah. want to live. So
2: Another right. to the list, I would say, is pride.
0: Yeah. yeah, I don't know big if you'd one. lump that yeah.
2: in with sin or not but pride yeah. is huge for a heart and heart
0: you, I think that's a that needs to be it's own individual one yeah. like
2: that was yeah. one of the big things that I needed to overcome and I still like I've not arrived in it like it's yeah. something that daily I need to put down but you told me as I started really moving into the things of God you cautioned me you're like pride will choke it pride oh, yeah. will yeah. stop the gift from operating yeah. pride will stop you short deal With it now. Yeah. And that was one of the strongest moments you've ever had with me, but it's because if I allowed it to fester and grow, I would have stopped and not moved forward. Yeah. Yeah,
0: there's a, it is an absolute necessity to deal with pride. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And everybody is tempted in some way. And sometimes it doesn't look like pride. Yeah. You know, we've yeah. had conversations even on here. Uh, Marky brought it up a couple of times. She was like, I didn't even realize this was pride. But it absolutely mm-hmm. is. Yeah. You know? uh, so let's go through the list. You know, If we want to incline our ears to his things, one, we need to physically be in the place where the full gospel is being preached in faith, yeah. in hope, and in love, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. We want to be where the full gospel is being preached, in faith, in hope, and love with signs and wonders, the in the power of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The second thing is we want to incline our ear to not be of a dull heart or a hardened mm-hmm. heart. And how do we keep ourselves sharp and hearing well? We have to avoid sin.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Avoid pride. Mm-hmm. Avoid unforgiveness, mm-hmm. and avoid offense,
4: mm-hmm.
0: and avoid familiarity. These are right. big, big ones.
2: And lack of communication was one that you put and in there. And
0: we have to avoid isolation, mm-hmm. yeah. and we have to avoid, and we have to avoid, we have to cast our care and we have to communicate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So those are the things. So we can put those on there. That's like seven things or something. Mm-hmm. So avoid sin, avoid pride, mm-hmm. avoid uh, uh, unforgiveness, mm-hmm. avoid offense, mm-hmm. avoid isolation.
2: Mm-hmm. We
0: have to communicate, and we have to cast our care.
2: Amen. Yeah. Did I get them all? You get familiar. Uh, Yes. Oh, uh,
0: avoid familiarity. I missed Good one. So that's eight job. things. Wait a Eight count. things. Yep. <laughs> if we break up isolation and lack of communication, they kind of go hand in hand. But we'll, uh, so let's put that up, those eight things. They kind of are different. They are different. So, mm-hmm. all right. Avoid sin. Avoid unforgiveness. Avoid offense. Avoid uh, isolation. Mm-hmm. Avoid familiarity, avoid pride, we have to cast our care, and we have to communicate. Amen. Glory to God. Those are big things. And all of those, I would say each one of those will lead to a hardened heart. They'll Mm. lead to a hardened heart. And if they get you to a hardened heart, all of a sudden your life will start to go down because you're not receiving the fullness of the seed of the word. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Well, y'all have anything else today? Tomorrow we'll talk about sight, <laughs> having eyes to see and maybe uh, you know, maybe keeping it, keeping it in our heart. But yeah. we'll look at that. So Amen. tomorrow we'll be back at 1130 and hope you've gotten something out of this. Yeah. And uh, if you would like to partner with us, please be praying for us, lifting us up to get the word out and uh, break through into the fullness that God has for us. Uh, we want your agreement on that in prayer. Uh, you can share the video. That actually is a way to partner with us. Share the video. Copy the link. Share it on Facebook, Twitter. Send it by text message to your friend. You got to hear yesterday and today's mm-hmm. message. Uh, subscribe. Hit the bell notification. You know, it actually helps us even when you comment. Yeah. If you actually mm-hmm. type in something... Yeah. On live or in the archive. A lot of people, if you type in in the archive, that actually really helps. It yeah. shows that there's interaction. Uh, so yeah. you can partner with us that way. You can share of your resources if you'd like to come and be a part of what yeah. we're doing. Even if you're out of town, the Lord's leading you to be a part of Boomerang and be a part of this ministry, going around the world and preaching around the world and broadcasting daily. Uh, we welcome you to come and be a part. Yeah. Uh, we
2: have Miss Marilyn in the back today who's from Charlotte. In yeah. Been to be a part of the broadcast. Yeah,
0: amen. Yeah. Glory to God. And uh, so that's a way to partner. If you would like to uh, sow of your time resources, if you'd like to sow of money resources, you can do that. You can go to give, www.org. There's the information on the screen. You can give by Facebook, uh, by typing in hashtag donate, followed by the amount. Cash app, Venmo, PayPal, text to give, even cryptocurrency, all of the information. You can give one time or you can give on a regular basis. Uh, But just give as the Lord leads you in your heart. As As you purpose in your heart and the Lord leads you in your heart you follow that in obedience and you move in obedience, you're going to be blessed. Yeah. And uh, so we want to pray right now. I'd like for y'all to just pray. Our job is to bless it, to utilize any resources properly for the kingdom of God, seeking first his kingdom and his righteousness, winning souls, making disciples. And we want to do that properly, but also anything that we receive, we want to bless you. And uh, our job is to let that anointing be released over your life in your finances increase so if y'all would bless them go ahead.
1: Well Lord thank you for putting on people's hearts what you would have them sow whether it's their time or money or whatever it may be. Thank you Lord for clearly writing it on their hearts. Lord we're open to hearing and we thank you for this seed that every person is sowing today. Thank you for this seed. We honor that and we pray That a quick harvest comes back into their hands, quickly overflowing into their hands. Lord, bless it now in Jesus' name.
2: Yeah. Lord, when we thank you, we thank you for each person watching. And we just ask right now, Lord, that your supernatural power be released in their lives now Every yoke, let it be destroyed. Everything that's held them back and bound, Lord, let those things be gone in the name of Jesus so that they could walk in the fullness, including financial bondages. Let those things be cut now that have held back their increase and have held back their blessing. Let those bondages break and let the increase come now and quickly in Jesus name. Yeah. Amen.
0: Amen. We've enjoyed having you with us. Thank you so much for being with us today. We'll be back tomorrow. Make sure to share the broadcast. And here is Buddy to wrap everything else up. We love you.
3: Here I am. Guys, thank you for joining us today for this broadcast. This has been a powerful word. And guys, we want to let you know that there are miracles happening here in Albemarle. It's been a phenomenal last two days, and we're and we have tent meeting going on until Friday. So guys, we want to encourage you uh, from now till Friday. You still have time. If you're not from the area, you have time to come on in. Um, I would encourage you strongly to do whatever you can to be in these meetings. These are and have been powerful meetings, and they're going to continue to be to just get better because that's how the Lord works. He just keep it just keeps getting better and better. And so I want to encourage you to join us tonight at 7 p.m. at the tent here in Albemarle at the YMCA Park. If you need any information, we can get that to you. But, guys, we love you. Uh, We praise God for you. And we're excited to see you tomorrow at 1130 for Lunch Plus. Love you guys. Bye.